0: at 405-651-3439. Or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and TJ Perry.
1: Back out to RJ, and now to Kaluma. Arthur for three, yes! 65-64. 65-64. The top bounce pass, team up the zipper of the defense, kicks it, George, right wing, a three. Nylon, Clippers lead, 126-117. He's unconscious.
2: 36 for George.
3: It's uh, 13 in uh, Detroit, which doesn't compare to some of the temperatures <coughs> that to. Any special plans to acclimate the team to not only uh, endure, but perform in those kind of frigid temperatures should you
0: face them in Detroit?
3: You do know we play indoors, right? And they got a dome.
0: There's some uh, some good promotional things. I think everybody loves the two dollar beers um, and concessions. So we got two dollar beers going. That's got to be a nice little thing. And um, you know, I try to control what I control. I got hit on social media that there wasn't enough beer stands. So there's going to be more beer stands at the ga- at the at the at, at the at the game tomorrow. So people don't have to worry about uh, two dollar beers having to wait in line. Hopefully, um, so. Just always trying to do what we can do to get the big the big crowds in Lloyd Noble.
1: He's trying his hardest to win you over, Teach. Hour two, T-Row in the morning show on a Wednesday, January 17th. supposed to mean? The man is trying his hardest to put people in the stands. <clears throat> and you, who we have identified in the athletic department as average OU fan. Uh, we're, we're just trying our <laughs> Nobody hardest. Nobody but all. you has identified me as that. You have no idea how much you're talked about in meetings I thought you place. meant because
2: of the beer stands, and I was going to say, I don't believe I've ever consumed a beer at an OU basketball game. I don't think. Baseball I have, football I have. I don't think I ever have at the uh, Lloyd Noble What Center. would be
1: the reasoning for that? Because that seems like a very unlikely I don't, I don't story. have an answer.
2: I, I can tell you this. The $2 games I've been to this year— I've I've, I've, I've we just what Porter just talked about. I said, I'm not waiting in that line even for a two dollar beer. So well, we'll see if it's better. Tonight. That was uh, that was part of my reasoning this year. So students are back
1: today. Right. And uh, we got a game tonight. So that timing worked out. Mountaineers in town, seven o'clock. Let's talk some Big 12 hoops coming up. But first, a couple of things. One, did you hear. The interview question, could you tell what that lady was saying, the question, uh, what was going on there with that uh, thing about Detroit? Yeah, leather? so
2: I heard it on my, uh, well, actually it was before we came on the air. Nationally they were playing it stuff, and I actually felt bad for the woman. So, yeah, I do know what she's asking there. Okay, so. it's, a,
1: it's a reporter in Tampa. hmm <laughs> I assume a news reporter who has, you know, So sometimes, I don't know why, but sometimes they'll send a news reporter to cover an event for whatever reason. And I assume that's what's going on here. And she decides to ask Tampa Bay head coach Todd Bowles how the team plans on dealing with the weather on uh, Sunday in Detroit. Because it's going to be cold up there, DJ. (laughs) And Todd Bowles gives her this look like, what? What? And he very politely says, you, you do know that uh, that we're playing indoors, right? You do know there's a dome. On there.
0: 17, he's unconscious. Right, 36 for George. Okay, it's
3: uh, 13 in uh, Detroit, which doesn't compare to some of the temperatures <coughs> we've going to to. Any special plans to acclimate the team to not only uh, endure, but perform in those kind of frigid temperatures should you face them in Detroit? You do know we play indoors, right? In they got a dome.
2: <laughs> yeah, I feel bad for her because my guess is what you just said. She's a young reporter that someone from the sports department wasn't available to go. Um, she wanted to make, a, no. a, make herself be known and ask nope. a question. Nice no, 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 no.
1: There is no way for a playoff game press conference <laughs> that the sports department is like, you know what? We got nobody. Today. I don't know. I'm just this trying to make news. an excuse for her. This is news horning in. Where they're not needed. Trust me, I've worked in a, a newsroom. This is Sports has covered it all year, right? And they don't care. They're cutting your time. They're going to tell you, uh, give weather some more time. Let's cover a, a slip and fall on a grape in the grocery store, and let's take 30 seconds from sports. Okay, so. And then we get to the playoffs, <laughs> and everybody's talking about it, and news is like, you know what? Maybe we should cover the Bucks. Why don't we send a real, re- you know what? Bring your sports guy. That's fine, but we're going to send a real reporter as well to cover a human interest side of this. What about the weather in Detroit? It's going to be cold. And I bet the sport, I guarantee you, the TV station sports department is laughing their rear end off right now because the news department said, we're going to send a real reporter to the press conference. And she goes, Uh, ah, hey, coach,
2: it's really cold. Okay, Literally. my other thing was what you just said. So, sports is mad because they sent her to. And so, she's talking to them, and she's like, I don't know a lot about football. And they're like, well, you know, weather's played a big role Possible. in the game." Possible. And she's like, okay. And they're like, we're asking about this with Baker and this and this. We're asking sports questions. You should go with an angle of a weather story because, you know, <laughs> Buffalo and Kansas City, you know, that's a big story nationally. They and set her up. They set her up. I'm, something happened. I don't know. I feel bad Possible. for her because – it's a ter like, halfway into the question, you're just like, oh, no. No, don't go here. Like, jo- yep. uh, uh, mm. Jonas Knox tried taking up for her this morning before we came on the air and said that maybe she was trying to ask about travel. Like, she meant travel. Like, would they maybe. have to adjust anything travel-wise? But she said performing but in it, she too. She said performing in it, yeah.
1: So. <laughs> it's possible that the sports department threw under the bus. It's more likely that uh, they had nothing to do with it and are just (laughs) like, all right, fine. You don't think we can do our job? Go ahead and send in the news crew. You do know uh, they have a dome,
2: right? We play (laughs) indoors.
1: (laughs) Um, I wish that question had been asked to, like, Mike McDaniel, you know. (laughs) Somebody with a sense of humor that would have really ran with it. Um, congratulations are due, TJ, to uh, some of our cohorts and friends. Jeremy Poplin and Garen Emick winning the big awards yesterday for Oklahoma Sportscaster of the Year and Sports Writer of the Year. Pop, uh, our buddy up in Tulsa, the Ghost Hunter, TJ. Worked with Chris Plank for all those years. He deserves something for that, right? And uh, and then uh, obviously work with Tu and the what
2: do we got to do to get you one there. of these awards?
1: And then Garen Emig, who uh, did the story with me at Fog Allen, and immediately won a big award. I assume for the story he wrote, right? Um. <laughs> I think I've just got to be better or move to Tulsa because Tulsa's got kind of a lock. Tulsa wins it all. Tulsa votes for itself. And so they got a kind of a lock on these awards over there. But, no, very well deserved. God bless, TJ, the farmers and ranchers. I uh, can't imagine what it is like to try to, uh, well, Quite honestly, be a farmer or rancher in any condition. At
2: any condition, in any time, yeah. Much less this.
1: So uh, I know a bunch of you out there listening right now, tractor or whatever you use in this weather, TJ. I don't know just probably you probably got your earphones on to keep your ears warm while you're out there walking the fields. I, I don't know, but thank you. I just saw a name from the past, TJ, go across my Twitter. Re- re- remember this name? Dave Softy Mauler.
2: Yeah, isn't he Seattle guy?
1: Yes, <laughs> Softy. <laughs> when the Thunder were moving here, yes. we had Softy was in our uh, he was not happy. We were talking about him every day. Yeah, playing his clips, and I think he even came on our show, didn't he? I pretty sure say he did. I went yeah. on his show. I think he came on our show. I saw a tweet from him about the Washington hire of Jed Fish, and. When I first saw it, I was like, Softy Mauler, where do I know that name from? And then uh, obviously uh, clicked in, but
2: well, that now was you, funny. That now made that you've me said chuckle. it out loud. I'll be getting all kinds of Softy updates here on my, <laughs> my phone and social media. I'm I sure. mean, that
1: was now 16 years ago, 07. It's been 16 years, TJ, since the Thunder came to town, right? seven that, that is crazy. That is. Crazy. Okay, did you watch any Big 12 basketball last night?
2: I watched, uh, yes, the Kansas-Oklahoma State game. Oh. The one on the mothership. The one on the mothership. I can't be bothered unless it's an OU game to go to plus. That's just too difficult. So, Is it? Yes, it is. Fascinating.
1: Your dedication is un- unwavering to... <sighs> All right, here's what happened in the Big 12 last night. I'll talk about it myself, folks, This TJ has no idea. <laughs> TCU and Cincinnati, tremendous game. Back and forth into overtime since he won at 81-77. These two teams, in the final 30 seconds, TJ, just tried repeatedly to hand the game to each other. Missing free throws, boneheaded turnovers, TCU had a big early lead since he came back. And in the final minute, it was just chaos. And it finally ends up going to overtime. And uh, since he won it by four. So, well, we'll run down the standings in a second. TCU moves into the top 25 and then has to go out on the road. Tough to win on the road. Kansas State Baylor also overtime last night. Another great game. Home team wins it, 68-64. That's Kansas State. Baylor suffers their first loss. Late last night, it was BYU over Iowa State out in Provo. Big. Spencer Johnson, 28 points for the Cougs. 87-72. And go ahead, T.J., the game you watched. Tell us about Kansas OSU.
2: Uh, Kansas got out to a big lead. Never let go of that big lead and completely uh, stomped all over Oklahoma State, ended up winning by 30-plus points, no. so 90-66. Uh, no. to 66. It was never a contest. Uh, OSU was never in the game, never made a run. Kansas um, just thoroughly whipped them.
1: Uh, Hunter Dickinson, 21-7. and seven. The freshman, Johnny Furphy, making threes last night. He had – It's
2: Furpy. I'm going to go Furpy. 15
1: I'm fine with that. Bryce Thompson, 20. For OSU, 90-66 was the final. So let's update you on the Big 12 standings after last night. There is now just one unbeaten team in the conference, Texas Tech. They'll play tonight. K-State, Kansas, and Baylor all at 3-1. and one. Cincy, BYU, Iowa State, TCU all at 2-2. Two two. OU hoping to move into that pack tonight, the winner of the OU West Virginia game will move into that two and two pack. OU West Virginia, Houston, Texas, UCF all at one and two. Cowboys in the basement. They are at uh oh and four now. So your games uh tonight in the Big Twelve, of course, OU West Virginia, seven o'clock in Norman. UCF goes to Texas and Texas Tech, the lone unbeaten left on the road at Houston tonight. All right, TJ, let's play who you got. UCF at Texas. Texas 1-2 start to conference play. We mentioned yesterday, not even on Joe Lenardi's NCAA tournament radar right now. Mm -hmm. Max Asmus, the ORU transfer, having a great year. He's got 18 points. The game is in the Moody Center in Austin. UCF beat Kansas in Orlando, but that's the only win they got. Who you got tonight in this one?
2: Tough to win on the road in the Big 12. Texas will win that game.
1: I need to go through and add up the... I'll do that today for the pregame I think we show. got every See
2: game it. right yesterday except for the BYU game. I think we both said Iowa State on that one, but I think yeah, otherwise yeah. we hit them all.
1: Who'd you say wins uh, UCF Texas?
2: Uh, Texas at home. Interesting. Okay. 8
1: o'clock, Texas Tech at Houston. 3-0 and Tech. Houston off to a 1-2 and two start. They've lost two in a row, both on the road last week. This is in the Fertitta Center. Texas Tech-Houston tonight. Who you got?
2: I think it'll be a tough game even at home, but I think Houston will squeak out a win and uh, hold home court. I'll go Houston. Uh, I disagree. I disagree. You think Tech's going to get them, huh?
1: Nope. I think it's a blowout.
2: Oh, okay. Okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, Kelvin has... It has not been a fun week to be a Lunch Houston pill, basketball on the court, player. Yelling at him. It, this is not an ideal scenario for 3-0 Tech to walk into angry Houston tonight. This will be a uh, a boat race, TJ. Hey, you can't say that. Houston big. Do you want to make a pick on the OU game, or do you want, you want to wait until you hear from Tony Caridi and Porter Moser? To oh, I get a good I, feel for the. I opponent don't need to hear from
2: either one of them to make a pick on this game. You're,
1: you're ready to go now. Yes. Okay. Uh, Seven o'clock tonight, Lloyd Noble Center. One and two West Virginia, coming off their win over Texas on the weekend. One and two Oklahoma. Uh, look, they've
2: lost two in a row. Who you got? Oklahoma will win by double digits tonight and uh, have a nice, comfortable win in the LNC. They beat West Virginia tonight by around 14 points. Boy.
1: Normally that would make me feel pretty good, but you picked OU to beat Kansas on Saturday, so your yeah. gut right now, I don't know how much I trust it. <laughs>
2: it's had a lot of a lot of chili and uh, tortilla soup over the last few days, so you could be OU right.
1: You got OU minus 14 tonight is what you're telling That's me. That's right. Give me. Uh, wonder what they're favored by.
2: You looked that up though. I'm looking it up here. See if I can find that for you.
1: I'm gonna guess it's less than 14. Uh, I'm gonna say sevenish. Let me scroll down here. There it is. Oh, 11 find... and a
2: half. Okay, so I'm not crazy. That's a big
1: number. That's a big number. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, we'll get into a, a deep dive on what they're facing tonight from uh. uh Noah Farrakhan and uh, Raekwon Battle and Kirk Creesa and the now Bob huggins West Virginia Mountaineers. Who's the head coach at West Virginia? Good luck now, with
2: all those names.
1: Mm-hmm. TJ, who's the head coach at West Virginia? Uh,
2: Yogi Bear now has taken over Ooh. for Huggy Bear. Ooh.
1: Josh Eiler is that name. We got Tony Caridi coming
0: up, bottom of the hour. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel. OKC's number one gaming destination, the one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun—Riverwind Casino, simply the best.
2: Toby and TJ <laughs> back with you, T. Rob in the morning show. That haunting, haunting video back in the yeah, day. Was- High Tower. This, this song was definitely
1: <laughs> written on something. <laughs> Hi,
2: Tower. Brings you this hour. We write a song about
1: silent lucidity. Smiling yeah,
2: I mean- next to you. Silent lucidity. Uh, <laughs> no cost or insurance needed to participate. High Tower Clinical, several area locations coming soon to Ardmore. Four zero five eight three one fifty nine zero five or 5905 dot com. All right, Nipplemyer Text Line. Here we go. Chevrolet Text Line. <laughs> Uh, Oh, San Antonio, this guy knew the the Brahmas were in San Antonio Panda in Texas knew that Thank you, Panda Uh, Michael in Missouri is laughing with laughing face emojis says t Row just puts it in
1: (laughs) I was talking about my uh, Frito corn chips and my crackers
2: that's right Mm -hmm. Fritos on top of chili or chili poured over the Fritos, question mark
0: So one's a Frito chili
1: pie, the other one's a bowl of chili Right I, I, I pour the bowl of chili, then I put my Fritos in it, and I stir it up.
2: Yeah, so I think you're a bottom guy originally is what he's asking there. So, yeah, you're, you're Frito chili pie. What are you doing right now? <laughs> <laughs> Be careful with Fritos scoops. Kids are back in school.
1: What did I say? That was wrong. We're, we're trying to win macaronis, and... <sighs> I'm sorry. Everybody. Look, go ahead. T.
2: I just gave Boss Lady and Drake our submission for this year. If we don't win personalities of the year this year, we oh, never yeah? will. We never. will. What did will. we submit? Uh, the pimento cheese segment is what we went with <laughs> as our. As our. This is who we are. This <laughs> is what we that? do. Um, not in the. Not in front of me right now. No. Um, I got to hear that again. But we'll see. Wait and see if we win before we play it again. Come on, we don't want to jinx ourselves. Well. We're not winning.
1: <laughs> Dude and Enid's got it on a lock.
2: Hey, uh, this is the year we take him down.
1: Really? Yes. Yeah, We're going to celebrate so hard if we win Look, a macaroni. I don't for the win pimento. this year.
2: I'm walking away. That pimento
1: right? cheese segment resulted in the athletic saving. director at the University of Oklahoma buying a pimento cheese cake. That's how good it was. Thank you. So if we win. We're having a pimento cheese party for our listeners. <laughs> Bring your own crackers. BYOC.
2: Uh, this texture says, be careful with the Fritos scoops. They don't translate well to Frito chili pie because they get soggy. They only work as scoops, which is in the name. Just a PSA from someone who's made the mistake.
1: I mean, that's a good point. I, I, that's, that's what I was planning on using it for is, as a spoon. Scooping it out, eating the chip. Uh, uh, but I got what you're saying. Don't crumble it and put it in. you are saying.
2: No. Yeah. I mean, anything is going to get soggy once you let it soak long enough. Not if you, you eat fast enough. Well, <laughs> if you're shoveling it in, I guess <laughs> not. Out, 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 Yeah. If you're my pug, my pug, my pug uh-huh. you pour the food in her bowl, boom, gone in 30 seconds. Yeah. So, <laughs> not my no chance.
1: My uh, uh, dog. So we're down to two dogs, right? We got Piglet and uh, uh, Ozzy. And so the bowl of food and water was in our bedroom last night. And Piglet's eating the food, and Ozzie wanted it. Okay. So Ozzie's barking at Piglet. Piglet. She wants Piglet to move. He wants Piglet to move out of the way so he can have some food. <laughs> and Piglet, the vet, unfazed by Ozzie's barking. He's like, I'm going to eat. I might even slow down a little bit if you're going to bother me. But I'm going to finish until I'm full. And then if you'd like to eat, you can. Well, Ozzy, the baby, is just sitting there like, hurry up! You know, just yelling at her, barking. So I go get the other, we have another bowl, okay, in in the kitchen. Uh, And so I go get the other bowl, I put a little food in that, and I put it over by Ozzy. So now they each have a bowl. Ozzy looks at the other bowl, and he's like, I want that bowl. I want the one. Piglet is eating. Of course. Of course. So Piglet stops. Looks at Ozzie like side eyes him, gives him the "You are the stupidest dog alive," and steps back. And Ozzie races in and starts eating. And Piglet moves over to the other bowl that I've just brought in and continues eating. Now that, <laughs> bowl. like, and looks at him like, "What an idiot!" You know. So there you go. That is your daily. How My Dogs Ate update. What in the world got me going down that path, TJ?
2: Because uh, uh, not letting Eating the chili soak fast soak in. Yes. Okay. One
1: more, then we got to get to Tony Caridi.
2: Uh Don't do it. Original Fritos are better with chili than Scoops has this 9 one eighter. er Okay. So don't even attempt it.
1: Oh, I'll have to have a taste test and see. All right, we'll take a break. We'll see if Tony Caridi is still in a Philadelphia bowling alley when we come back. We're talking Sooners Mountaineers next.
0: The Ref Radio (laughs) Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510.
1: Back home tonight in the LNC, Sooners and Mountaineers, and we welcome in now governor of the great state of west virginia voice of the mountaineers tony cariti good morning tony
3: good morning to you sir how you been
1: well i'm good how have you been because last time we spoke i have no idea why you were where you were so how was travel yesterday
3: (laughs) travel wasn't uh travel was not ideal we had one of those days and uh not quite as bad as you had several years ago when you guys Remember that deal we're worried you got on. stuck all over the place we that We
1: ended bad. up in Newark, New Jersey after yeah. an abandoned landing attempt in Clarksburg on the scariest really? ride of my life. yes, yeah, yeah, and then you guys that had happens. the audacity to beat us in overtime on a last second shot, which wasn't very nice. I
3: would call that, yeah, so we had one of those deals where we couldn't fly out of uh, Bridgeport, Clarksburg, as you mentioned, which we normally do. It's 40 minutes away. Instead, they said, we got to leave a half hour earlier. We're going to fly out of Pittsburgh. So we, we leave Morgantown, and they say okay, everything's on schedule. Our plane's coming in from Philly. Uh, 10.30 to leave. We don't expect any delay. Well, we get to the gates, uh, roll onto the uh, onto the tarmac there, and they say, plane still hasn't taken off from Philadelphia, weather delays. And so fortunately, there was this bowling alley like 20 minutes, 15 minutes away. And it was, uh, it was a great place, and it became our home for probably four-plus hours. And by the time it all got done, uh, it was a nine-and-a-half-hour trip here, um, which, every, you know, it could have been worse. It could have been worse. I mean, we had a bowling alley. We had food. We had right. plenty of space, so it was all right.
1: How's your game? I mean, obviously, Hunziker bowled a 300 oh, not right. long
3: ago. So yeah.
1: how's your bowling
3: yeah, I don't. Uh, they they can. T- every time I go, they ask me to leave. Or the owners do because I bolt <laughs> overhand. Oh, no. I, I don't. It's... I don't go. I don't go under. <laughs> you I can't do that. I go over, and they, they give me the ticket out.
1: That's not good. That's not good. Well, I'm glad you way, made it.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. By the way, beautiful sunrise here in Norman this morning. I'm thank watch. You. I'm looking out here. We're in this new hotel, fancy schmancy hotel. Looks like right on your campus here. The noun.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Pretty nice, huh?
3: And the sun is coming up. I mean, this is a postcard. My last Oklahoma sunrise. What are you doing for lunch? I don't know. I'm am available. I think we're shooting around or something around that. I don't know.
1: Well, I'm not offering to go out with you. I'm busy. Oh, but uh, the, you're right there on campus corner. <laughs> don't get your hopes up, okay? You're right. Th- you can walk to TJ. Where should we send Tony for lunch on campus corner?
2: There's a lot of great spots. O'Connell's well, is a legendary spot, I, you know, for burgers. Depends yeah. on what he's wanting. Burgers. O'Connell's, O'Connell's is like a
1: college hangout place. Yeah, the is the Mont. Okay. Too? It's too far to walk in this weather.
2: Oh, this weather! It's supposed to warm up though. Take may, an Uber to the Mont. Yeah, the Mont would be a good good choice. It's well, like a mile,
1: but it's it's you know it's but it's, you can't walk today. But it's not very far at all.
3: Well, uh, among all the memories we've had in this this uh, soon to close twelve year um affiliation with the Sooners you some of your best moments have been to turn me on to Tiffany's breakfast place
1: oh right? yeah hey. yeah sure that was yeah. really your picture's really Tiffany's. Really good
3: yes I do my pictures at Tiffany's and I hooked you up with those pepperoni rolls you <sighs> and Kevin on that one trip in right yeah that's right those it's kind right. of been more food for me my highlights have been more food related
2: yeah go no. if you go Mexican J Pepe's there on uh campus corner so yeah what
3: about yo
1: pablo aren't they one of our advertisers
2: <laughs> yeah i they may be open for lunch but i'm not sure that they yeah. are okay so, uh, yeah. the,
1: the our official recommendation tony is the mont for lunch well, you i was do, literally you
2: know, going to call you
3: and ask you for i was going to ask you for a great coffee recommendation before mm. all the lunch stuff started mm. you guys do coffee here in oklahoma or
1: of course we do coffee. I just don't know if I – I mean, there's a Starbucks on campus corner. Yeah. But, TJ, is there anything else other than a
2: Starbucks on, on that, campus? There's Hertz it's Donuts it's and it's Starbucks, it's I think, are your two coffee places. Hertz so. Donuts have good well, I coffee? What, I, I don't, don't know. I don't, coffee. I've, never coffee. I've never gotten coffee there. So I Dude, Hertz
1: tired. Donuts is legit if you like donuts. But I have no idea what their coffee is. All
3: right, let's move on to sports tonight. I am probably dragged your listeners into back going back to <laughs> They're
1: used this to this. <laughs> Trust me, this is our show, Tony. Trust me, they're fine. Oklahoma, West Virginia tonight. Well, what a fascinating year it has been! Uh, six and ten, but <laughs> I've seen you guys against Cincinnati and against—I mean, against Ohio State and against Texas since you got Farrakhan and Battle and Kresa back. Seems like an entirely different basketball team to me. So, tell us the story of the year.
3: Of all the words I've used to heard to describe this season, you're the first to use the word fascinating. Um, it has been since May of last year um, unprecedented uh, in everything that has happened. Um, Bob Huggins committed his his first miscue in May in saying something on a Cincinnati radio station, and uh, then six weeks later had his much publicized arrest for DUI, which led to uh, the coaching change. At that point, as you well know, when a coach leaves. Rosters can move, and we did. We we were set up roster-wise. We would have been a legitimate, I think, preseason uh, top-five team in the league and could have been ranked top 25. And instead, um, the roster, um, many of the faces on that roster left. And as a result, uh, Josh Eilert, who was promoted from within as the interim coach for this year, uh, scrambled try to put a roster together. And as a result of that, uh, it has been a season that has just been chaotic. Uh, The players that they were able to get late, um, several had to go through transfer waiver uh, requirements. Second time transfers did not get granted those transfers. Uh, It ended up in federal court. And it wasn't until game nine or game 10 where we got Raekwon battle and Noah Farrakhan after a federal judge, in West Virginia, made the ruling, which also opened the door for second-time transfers to get instant eligibility across the country. So it was as precedent uh, in that regard. And then Kirk Reese, our point guard, had to sit out the first nine games because of an infraction he committed while he was at Arizona. And then in game, whatever it was, six or seven, our starting center, Jesse Edwards, who's a double-double guy, he transferred in from Syracuse, broke his wrist. Other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, how was the play? Um, it's uh, it's it's been something I've never seen before, and this is my 40th year following um, following West Virginia basketball. So it's uh, it's been hard. Uh, fortunately for them, they got a nice win on Saturday against your beloved Longhorns, and now you just come out on the road and you take your swings.
1: Jesse Edwards uh, should be getting close, right? Is there any chance he's back tonight?
3: No, 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 no. He's uh, he still has the brace on. Um, best case, they were saying Kansas when it first happened, which is Saturday for us. But I don't. That that's not going to happen. They're going to take the brace off Friday, and they're going to do the X-rays on Friday and see what their wrist looks like. But he hasn't had any, mo- you know, he hasn't range of motion and things like that haven't been happening for him for over a month now. You know, best case scenario. I mean, best, best, maybe in a couple of weeks, maybe. Seven, eight, ten days from now, that would be uh, that would be helpful. And then, to be quite honest with you, that'll be fun to see because that will be the first opportunity for the the roster, the way that yeah. the reconstituted roster was supposed to look.
1: Yeah, uh, West Virginia's second half of conference play, where they add him to the mix, um, could be even scarier. And honestly, I, battle Farrakhan and Kresa. I mean, it seems to me this is an entirely different team than it was about three weeks ago. What has oh, no the question. influx of those guys brought?
3: Well, with with Kreese, uh, you, you've got a guy that led the Pac-12 in assists in the, each of the last two years, and he had 80 plus three pointers a year ago. With Battle, I mean, he was one of the most, most sought after transfer portal guys in the country uh, at the end of last season. He uh, he's just uh, a tremendous athlete score. Um, he, uh, he just rolled. He had 27 against K-State in the NCAA tournament last year. His first two games at West Virginia were 29-29. Uh, he had uh, 21 since then, so he can just score it. Uh, Farrakhan was a guy that no one anticipated to see on the floor this year uh, because of the second-time transfer thing. And he didn't even put a waiver in. But when that judge made the ruling, he became eligible, and he went. And he's a, he's a, He's an athletic scorer. Uh, guard. He, at one time, he was like five-star dude uh, coming out of high school. Um, so they just give you more athleticism, more ability to score the ball. But in, in this league, as you well know, and you guys uh, know this, I mean, you got to defend, and I think that's the piece. What what this team lacks at this point is just the, the the fact that the things that it's going through right now are normally the things that you go through if you take a summer tour in August or in in October when you're putting your team together trying to find your pieces that's what this team has lacked and unfortunately you're doing it on the fly and you're doing it again in the best league in the country and so it makes it extremely difficult
1: two more and we'll get you off to breakfast uh josh eilert was an assistant under bob huggins he was given the head coaching job Uh, what's your assessment of how he's doing and and tell us a little more about him
3: so he's a Big 12 guy, uh, played at Kansas State, and was on, a, on the staff at Kansas State before Bob Huggins got there as a graduate assistant. Huggs kept him and then brought him to Morgantown. So he was in Morgantown for the full 16 years that Bob Huggins was and elevated through various staff roles to the point where he became an assistant coach. Um, he is as Midwest as you get. Um, he doesn't get too excited. He doesn't get too down. I think he's done an absolute 11 out of a possible 10 in handling what he has been given. Um, everything has been an obstacle, and he continues to say we're not playing the role of a victim, we're going to play. Uh, what's unfortunate, as we've been saying, is that he just has not had the ability to have all of the pieces in front of him so that he could coach him. Uh, you know, we started the first nine, eight, eight nine games, Toby. I mean, we were dressing eight but playing seven, if that, and the seven were, hmm, and so he's had every hand, you know, every everything that could go wrong has go wrong, gone wrong. And I think he's just hoping kind of to get to this point where Jesse Edwards finally gets back to be healthy and you have, you'll have a, you'll have a competitive team uh, when that happens.
1: All right. Strength and weakness of this West Virginia team. And then how do they win tonight?
3: well, the strength and the weakness, uh, the, the, the the weakness, I would say, is just trying to find uh, itself both on the offensive and defensive ends, rhythm-wise. And they've made some changes here in the last game defensively because the rotations and those things where you have to communicate um, just have not been there. And as a result, K-State came in last week to Morgantown and just ate off of so many uncontested layups because West Virginia just wasn't switching. They went to a more gap approach against Texas pack things in and it was successful and it looked more like it should look. And then offensively, I think what we're going through is what I alluded to earlier is, you know, exactly what is the offense, who is the offense, how should we play this offense? And the ball sticks a little bit and you don't have the fluidity and the rhythm and the synchronicity that you need to play this game of basketball. And I think those are challenges. Now on any given night, you know, can it click and they can pass that ball and make some shots you know, they'll be in there swinging, but those have been the biggest things. And for West Virginia to win tonight, I mean, you guys are extremely impressive in um, going through what you guys have gone through since the off-season, the additions that you've made to your roster, your, improve, uh, your improvement on your athleticism. Um, you guys are just really super solid. And so you got to hope that you guys have a bad night. Shots don't go that normally go. Um, you guys do a wonderful job of not putting people at the foul line. Uh, we've been needing to get to the foul line to win games. Um, so some things that normally happen for you uh, can happen, and some things that haven't been happening for West Virginia ha- need to happen, if that makes any sense.
1: Synchronicity, TJ. Did you hear that? That's that's a big-time broadcaster right there. <laughs> Using big-time.
3: Don't, hey, listen, don't ask me to spell it, but I can say it. Yeah.
1: Tony, uh, welcome to our fair state. Uh, good luck, uh, Feeding yourself today, and I will see you at the arena here in a little bit.
3: I look forward to it, buddy. You stay well. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Tony Caridi, voice of the Mountaineers. Porter Moser coming up in about a half hour. 7 o'clock tip
0: tonight in the LNC. We'll be back. This is the Ref Sports Radio Network.
2: WTJ back with you. T-Row in the morning show. This hour brought to you by High Tower Clinical no cost or insurance needed to participate. They bring clinical trial opportunities right here to Oklahoma. Several different areas they work in if they want to if you want to find out more information, 405-831-5905 or hightowerclinical.com.
1: I had another not Tony, I had another conference play-by-play guy tell me the other day. You know, you're not going to like the guys in the SEC as much as you like us. <laughs> That's probably true. I don't know. I like Tony a lot. I'm going to miss
2: that guy. He's fun to have on the radio, The majority of you guys in this conference get along.
1: The majority, yes.
2: Do you know the answer to that in the SEC? It seems like to me that they would purposely not get along.
1: I've received mixed reports. Okay. I have heard that they get together and golf in the summertime in Birmingham and, you know, all that kind of – they're buddies. I have also heard that there are several guys in the league who can't stand each other. (laughs) <laughs> so I'm not sure till I, till I get into it, you know so stand by
2: um you you and your best friend Craig Way loving to hang out all the time you and your Texas love mm. Let's see here uh you would first have to go to the LNC to drink a beer there <laughs> <laughs> It's true been to several games this year so shut up Several meaning two. Meaning four or five. How many home games have there been? I think I've missed ten. two. So I've been to five, six, and I don't know how many mm-hmm. I've been to. Your Honor. So, Your I Honor. I would like to challenge your the Honor. Your Honor, I would just like to link. simply say this man lies. Objection. He lies. Are you telling
1: me you've been to six of the ten home games. Um, Is that what you're you going to stand right. on
2: that right here? Yeah, probably somewhere in there. Five or six. Yeah.
1: And how do we prove this? Um,. We could go back to your Instagram because you post a picture every time you go to a game.
2: I didn't last uh, the last couple of games. Like uh, the other night when Katie was there, I didn't post a picture. Um, all right, but you saw me there. So. I didn't see you there. I never you saw did you. Too? I, did I sat not. there and waved at you, and you ignored
1: me. I couldn't find you. Oh, I kept God. turning around looking for you, and I could never see, find this you. This is I the problem. S- I know people. you were there because I he's old Bronx.
2: and blind. Okay, that's his problem, people.
1: Well there are, there are no inaccuracies in that sentence.
2: We were talking earlier about the game tonight. Fancy distances, okay. Sooner CB is in this morning. Oh, you get smoked. They
0: suck. All right.
1: <laughs> Thank you CB. <laughs> there's your there's your optimism early on game day.
2: Uh, Burly boomers in this morning. He is loving the uh uh, the hairbands this morning. Thank you, Burley. uh A bottom guy, a bottom guy. Really, TJ? Yeah, it was.
1: I don't even realize it. what I said. And an apology is probably what is
2: needed right now for me. Maybe you. so. Maybe so. I apologize way back to the last time I said that you were a bottom of the bowl guy.
1: uh ESPN Plus, by the way, for your TV broadcast tonight. I apologize. I, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but. We are an ESPN Plus game again tonight. Top of the hour break. Porter Moser joining us at 8.15. We'll be back.